Chapter Twenty Five of *The King's Daughter* and other stories for girls by various authors. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Joy Chan. *The King's Daughter* and other stories for girls. Susie's Prayer. It was a half holiday. The children were gathered on the green, and a right merry time they were having. Come, girls and boys. Called out Ned Graham, "Let's play hunt the squirrel." They were all eager for the game, and a large circle was formed with Ned Graham for leader because he was the largest. "Come, Susie," said one of the boys to a little girl who stood on one side and seemed to shrink from joining them. "Oh, never mind her," said Ned with a little toss of his head. "She's nobody anyhow. Her father drinks." A quick flush crept over the child's pale face as she heard the cruel, thoughtless words. She was very sensitive, and the arrow had touched her heart in its tenderest place. Her father was a drunkard, she knew, but to be taunted with it before so many was more than she could bear. And with great sobs heaving her bosom and hot tears filling her eyes, she turned and ran away from the playground. Her mother was sitting by the window when she reached home. And the tearful face of the little girl told that something had happened to disturb her. "What is the matter, Susie?" she asked kindly. "Oh, mother," said Susie, with the tears dropping down her cheeks as she hid her face in her mother's lap. "Ned Graham said such a cruel thing about me." And here the sobs choked her voice so that she could hardly speak. "He said that I wasn't anybody and that father drinks." My poor little girl," Mrs. Ellet said very sadly. There were tears in her eyes too. Such taunts as this were nothing new in that family. "Oh, mother," Susie said, as she lifted her face wet with tears from her mother's lap, "I can't bear to have them say so and act just as if I had done something wicked. I wish father wouldn't drink. Do you suppose he'll ever leave it off?" "I hope so," Mrs. Ellet answered. As she kissed Susie's face, where the tears clung like drops of dew on a rose, I pray that he may break off the habit, and I can do nothing but pray and leave the rest to God. That night, Mister Ellet came home to supper as usual. He was a hard-working man and a good neighbour, so everybody said. But he had the habit of intemperance so firmly fixed upon him that everybody thought he would end his days in the drunkard's grave. Susie kissed him when he came through the gate, as she always did, but there was something in her face that went to his heart—a look so sad, and full of touching sorrow, for one so young as she. "What ails my little girl?" he asked as he patted her curly head. "I can't tell you, father," she answered slowly. "Why?" he asked. "Because it would make you feel bad," Susie replied. "I guess not." He said as they walked up to the door together, "What is it, Susie?" "Oh, father!" And Susie burst into tears again as the memory of Ned Graham's words came up freshly in her mind. "I wish you wouldn't drink any more, for the boys and girls don't like to play with me 'cause you do." Mister Ellet made no reply, but something stirred in his heart that made him ashamed of himself, ashamed that he was the cause of so much sorrow. After supper, he took his hat, and Mrs. Ellet knew only too well where he was going. 
At first he had resolved to stay at home that evening, but the force of habit was so strong that he could not resist, so he yielded, promising himself that he would not drink more than once or twice. Susie had left the table before he finished his supper, and as he passed the great clump of lilacs by the path on his way to the gate, he heard a voice and stopped to listen to what she was saying. "'Oh, good Jesus, please don't let Father drink any more. Make him just as he used to be when I was a baby, and then the boys and girls can't call me a drunkard's child or say such bad things about me. Please, dear Jesus, for Mother's sake and mine.' Susie's father listened to her simple prayer, with a great lump swelling in his throat. When her prayer was ended, he went up to her, knelt down by her side, and put his arm around her. "'God in heaven,' he said very solemnly, "'I promise to-night never to touch another drop of liquor as long as I live. Give me strength to keep my pledge, and help me to be a better man.' "'Oh, father!' Susie cried, her arms about his neck, and her head upon his breast. "'I'm so glad. I shan't care about anything they say to me now, for I know you won't be a drunkard any more.' "'God helping me, I will be a man,' he answered. As taking Susie by the hand, he went back into the house where his wife was sitting, with the old patient look of sorrow on her face, the look that so often rested there. I cannot tell you of the joy and thanksgiving that went up from that hearthstone that night. I wish I could, but it was too deep a joy which filled the hearts of Susie and her mother to be described. Was not Susie's prayer answered? End of chapter 25